Well, you know, I got the footwork. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna work the body and then I'm gonna tag Michael in. I'm, I'm gonna do some flippy shit. I'm gonna lucha all over. I'm predicting a knockout in three. Our, our weakness is that we're guaranteed to lose. Our strength is that we don't really care. My dick hasn't been this hard in ages. That F-King show. People of the internet, it's time once again for that F-King show to pit two podcasting teams against each other in mortal combat. Cue the Star Trek battle music and issue them with their regulation fighting tridents. Two pods enter, one pod leaves. Yes, it's time for Battle of the Podcasts. I am that F-King guy and I'll be the one slurring his way through this introduction and attempted to keep score over four rounds of convoluted quizzy chaos. But if I'm keeping score, who is hosting? Well, that'll be Boo. Boo is hosting. Put your grubby mitts together and clap your hands to welcome the host for this evening's slash uh, very early morning ceremonies, Boo Lamont. Hello, podcast world. Yes, it's me. It's Boo Lamont back for another edition of the podcast that we enjoyed so much the first time. We're going to have to do it again. Welcome to Battle of the Podcast 2, The Secret of the Pull of the Ooze. And uh, we've got two great podcasts lined up to go head to head in this our quiz. First of all, we have a host and uh, a regular contributor, because he didn't want to say he was a co-host, of the After Movie Diner. Uh, that's John Krauss and Movon Hell Vian the Hell Ten. Perfect. <laughs> well done, Boo. <laughs> Very good start. Or, Nailed it. Movon Helveter. John Krauss and Movon Helveter. Helveter. There we go. Uh, so Mo, you uh, from the uh, No Budget Nightmare podcast as well. Yeah, yeah. That's that's my that's my long time podcast. So it's kind of like a, a meeting of two podcasts uh, ganging up and beating on another podcast. Uh, Bring it. Mo, Mo will beat anyone off uh, that you need. That's yeah, yeah. I'm. I, my hands are freshly lotioned. So. <laughs> that's that's why I bring Mo to all my competitions. Hairy on one side, smooth on the other. That's just the best way to be. Exactly. And on the other side of the battlefield today, we have Michael Tanner and Andrew Nordwell from the Burn After Pitching podcast who are ready to throw the hat in the ring against No Budget Nightmare and the After Movie Diner. Oh, yeah. Damn so, right we are. So, guys, uh, if I could go to John and, uh, John and Mo first, tell us a bit about your podcasts and uh, what you bring to the table in the battle of the podcasts. All right. So uh, we're representing the After Movie Diner podcast, uh, which is the podcast from the website aftermoviediner.com, which started about 11 to 12 years ago. Um, and the concept for the longest time was that me and a friend of mine would actually go to a diner after a movie and just record it right there. You would hear us ordering and, and reviewing the movie that we just saw and everything like that. But the pandemic meant that we had to go back to where we kind of begun, which was on kind of Skype and Zoom and, and kind of video conferencing and recording that way. Um, and every week or every other week, we still try to put out um, hopefully something that has uh, a bit of comedy, a bit of rambling, a bit of movie stuff and a bit of music um, throughout the whole show. And as I said previously, Mo, uh, my uh, co-host for tonight, um, has been a longtime contributor of the diner, most uh, famously and pleasurably on our New Year's Eve specials every year where we try and tackle as many ridiculous movies as is humanly possible on either one star or one uh, theme. Um, and, uh, and no matter how many times he asks, we will never do Linda Blair. Linda Blair, I've asked to do Linda Blair every year <laughs> and, and I've asked to do her on the show as well, but I've asked her to do Linda Blair. <laughs> and, and Mo and Doc, it's yeah, becoming Do Linda Blair. Yeah, it's been a running joke where they go no every year. And anyway, Mo, uh, uh, tell everyone a little bit about yourself as well. Uh, yeah, hi, uh, Mo here. Um, I am the co-host of No Budget Nightmares. Uh, that show's been around for about 
a decade and has a quarter of as many episodes as other shows that have been around for a decade because we constantly put ourselves in on hiatus and kind of forget to go back to it, which is what we are currently doing now. It's been a year since the last episode. <laughs> uh, I'm also uh, a streamer. I stream on Twitch. Uh, I play video games and do be silly. Yeah, that's pretty much it for me. I'm, oh, I'm gonna, and you asked a whole what, lot going on. What do we bring to this competition? I was going to say strengths and one strength, one weakness that will help you push or lose the Battle of the Podcast here today. Our, our weakness is that we're guaranteed to lose. Our strength yeah. is that we don't really care. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> and actually, we own losing. The fact, I, of the, was, the fact of the matter is, John, when he asked me to be on this, he says... He says, hey, I need a partner for this thing. And I'm like, okay, uh, but I got to tell you, uh, my ADHD has gotten so horrendously bad over the last couple of years that my memory is just pure shit. And, and I go, we are guaranteed to lose. He goes, yeah, yeah, we're going to get, we're going to lose. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll do it in our own yeah. inimitable way, which in our is our own uh, idiom. <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> Brilliant. Thank you, guys. And uh, Michael Tanner and Andrew Norville from Burn After Pitching. Tell us a bit something uh, about your podcast and also what you bring to the uh, to the battle of the podcast here tonight. All right. Well, Burn After Pitching is a comedy pitching podcast where we have a panel of uh, creators and, and fun folks on to pitch their ideas on subjects from like movie reboots to ice cream flavors to product tie-ins just whatever we think is going to make an entertaining hour. We're a monthly show. So we've been around for two years and have less than 20 episodes because we're a little bit lazy. I don't know how people do a, a weekly podcast because those people are insane. We, we, we barely get by doing one show a month. Uh, and let's see here. So what we bring to the table, Andy, I, I think uh, you can answer that best of all. Well, you know, I got the footwork. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to work the body. <laughs> and then uh, I'm going to tag Michael in and uh, he, he can do the aerial stuff. He can do the chair work. He can jump off the top rope. Uh, I'm predicting a knockout in three. I'm, I'm going to do some flippy shit. I am going to uh, run the ropes. I'm going to lucha all over. Um, I hope this uh, is a um, wrestling themed uh, <laughs> trivia contest. I don't yeah, know. I, I don't know if I, it is. I'm Maybe not... it's movie based. I'm hoping it's movie. I don't know. I'll be deferring to Michael. Say, for that. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. If it's wrestling based, then then I I might got you there. But <laughs> movies, I'm screwed. <laughs> I I really am surprised to hear like the movie podcast guys being like, oh, I think we're gonna lose. I'm like, you don't know. We don't know shit about shit over here. Was, we just like to come say, up with ideas. Yeah, yeah my, we just make up stuff. Yeah, my 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 podcast is is about micro budget bullshit. So like, we're a niche of a niche of a niche i don't know shit about movies and for about <laughs> the last 15 episodes of our podcast me and my co-host who i've known about 34 years uh, we've had a long running joke about sheds uh and have not wanted to talk much about the movie before. <laughs> so, <laughs> so if you have if you have any shed based <laughs> uh quizzes, shed -based trivia then we're all you, about shed based trivia i can name all luck. the sheds yeah. Wood shed, garden shed, tool shed, end of list. Work, John work. Two Shed Cross. Yeah, work shed, if anyone's an Evil Dead 2 fan. Two Shed Johnson. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I, I was going to say, I don't think there's going to be anything wrestling related. Dean and I, unfortunately, are both uh, retired professional wrestlers and had the mis he had the misfortune of actually working me on a show once. And uh, it wasn't a good experience, was it, Dean? How's your back? <laughs> it's fine. 
now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gave you a receipt. Don't worry. Yeah, oh, no, you <laughs> if you're if you're retired uh, British professional wrestlers, uh, you'll be proud to know that I. Uh, Called up, so I found my uh, old, old uh, friend, Ben, who owns a record store in Guildford. Um, and he posted on his Instagram uh, that they had the giant haystack single on 45. Oh and um, <laughs> I immediately uh, private messaged him on Facebook. And I was like, man, you have to send that over to me, whatever it costs. <laughs> Just so that I can have the giant Hastings uh, 45. And sure enough, uh, my old friend Ben, who I hadn't seen in many years, who runs the best record shop in all of South England, uh, he mailed me over a copy of that very 45, and I proudly own it today. So, I don't know. That's my only tangential <laughs> connection to. I, wait, I got to hear more. Is this a song? Like it's a yeah, like, it's a song. It a love a song. song by Giant yeah, it's, Haystacks. It's Giant Haystacks. I'm gonna look up the the name of it because I do not remember the name. Uh, of it. John, I love the fact that you're so British that you accidentally called him Giant Haystacks. Giant Haystacks. <laughs> <laughs> That's where that's where he was from. He was getting to that. It oh, was yeah, called, okay. yeah, it's it's called Baby I Need You. Uh, oh. he, he also released a song called It's Okay for Santa, but I don't have that one. Uh, <laughs> Baby I Need You is what I have. It's on okay for Santa. Sounds that like was a, the band song about anal. Sounds like a it? filthy, filthy song, I gotta say. It's it okay for Santa. Hello, it's okay for Santa. Slips into a stocking. Um <laughs> Right, uh, swiftly moving into round one, uh, we're going to be hitting you up with the not the Kevin Bacon game. Here are the rules. Each team picks a representative for each question and they go head to head. They will have to pass the question between them as many times as possible. And the winner is the last person to provide an answer before 90 seconds is up or the last person able to provide an answer during that 90 seconds. There is a time limit for responding. Each correct answer is worth one point and you are the judges. If you think your opponent has provided an, a correct answer, sorry, an incorrect answer, it's got complicated, you can call them on it or let it slide for extra points. Also, it got mention, complicated. It was complicated like the first sentence you said and I'm lost. <laughs> I was trying. Uh, yeah, Luckily, I've listened to the show. You, so you, you, you plan on losing anyway, so I mean, it's not a big deal. Um, <laughs> uh, and uh, there's a sequel rule, which is sequels require the tagline. Uh, for example, um, uh, Turtles 2, The Secret of the Use. We, we don't mention uh, Breaking 2 anymore, apparently. Mm. So any of the myriad of stars who appeared in Breaking 2, sorry. Uh, so, sorry, Shabadoo. Yeah, yeah, he's <laughs> the... Um, and Boogaloo Shrimp and Lucinda Dickey. There we go, those three. Uh, with a cameo by Ice-T, dressed in some weird-ass bondage gear. Oh. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Was Van Damme in that one as well? Or is he the first one? No, Van Damme's in the first one. Yeah. There you go. It's, all, it's already trivia-tastic here. Your breaking trivia has <laughs> put us to shame already. <laughs> <laughs> My knowledge of, of uh, hip-hop stars and S&M gear surpasses all. So um, you're gonna pick, each team's going to pick one person to go head-to-head -head with the other person. So if you guys want to pick a representative from each team. It's all you, John. Okay, I'll do this one. Michael, do you want to or I can do it too? I'll, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll, I'll take the first hit. So okay. you're going to name it, we're going to give you a subject and you have to name as many films or whatever the subject is. So, for example, the first subject will be films reaching Danny DeVito. So you have to bounce off each other with naming movies with Danny DeVito. Uh -huh. If one of you gets it wrong, you can call it. If, uh, and the last person who has a correct answer after the 90 seconds will be the winner. John and Michael, are you ready with the timer, Dean? Yes. 
So as I said, the first question and the first subject is film starring Danny DeVito and your time starts. I'm going to say who's going to go first? Michael and John. Yeah, who's going to go go first first. out of those two? Who do you want to go first? It's your game. Um, John. So, John, you name the first film, and Michael. All right. So, 90 seconds starts, Dean. Now. Twins. Romancing the Stone. Batman Returns. Jewel of the Nile. Throw Mama from the Train. Twins. Uh, Can we say the same one twice? No, you can't. Oh, okay. I started with twins just to... Oh, shit. Oh. No worries. Okay, so John wins that one. And there it is. Oh, oh that's it? Is that it? That is it. Oh, okay. I didn't know the repeat roll. Damn it. Okay. <laughs> so that was six points. Okay, so who's going to... It doesn't have to be the same team. It can be the same team. It can be different people. You can swap. All right, Andy, it, I screwed it, it up. You go. Yeah, I'll take free. one. It's free love. You can you can swap partners. Yeah, you gotta you gotta keep track of what people said. By the way, just movies, no TV, right? Yeah, just movies. Just movies. movies. Is it still is it still Danny DeVito? No, Uh, no. We change the subject. We keep it we keep it fresh here at Battle of the Podcast. All right, John, you want me to go? You want to go again? Uh, You can try, Mo. Go ahead. All right, let's fail spectacularly. (laughs) Okay, so we've got Mo and Andrew this time, or is Michael staying on? Andrew's going. Okay. So Mo's going to go first. And I'm the second, second subject, whenever you're ready, Dean. Yep. When you say the question, I'll start. Yep. And the second subject is movies featuring dinosaurs. Okay. Tell me when to start. When now. I said the word dinosaurs. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> okay. Theodore, Theodore Rex. Fuck. <laughs> Carnosaur. World. Jurassic World. World. Oh, uh, The Land Before Time. Uh, let's see. Um, Jurassic Park 3. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought he has to do the tagline, too. They, they do. Can you do the tagline? I, I think Jurassic Park 3 was just Jurassic Park 3. I'm fairly certain that Jurassic Park 3 was Jurassic Park 3, The Lost Ooh. World. I think that's... The second one was The Lost World. Oh, is it? Well, I'm going to shut the fuck up then. Um, <laughs> dinosaurs. Time is, time is still going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, uh, Reptilicus. Oh, cool. Uh, Godzilla. Fair enough. Yeah, but uh, he was a dinosaur. Yeah. C- can we just go down that rabbit hole? Uh, <laughs> for it. Destroy all monsters? Yeah. <laughs> Godzilla versus Monster Zero. Godzilla versus Megalon. Uh, Godzilla versus the Smog Monster. Uh, Godzilla versus Mothra. Godzilla versus King Kong. Nice. Uh, Kong versus Godzilla. Ooh. Uh, Godzilla, King of Monsters. I love it. Um, Time's Godzilla up. <laughs> Andrew wins that one. I'm really disappointed no one said the original King Kong because he literally fights a oh. T-Rex in it. it there, there's no fudging with that one. There literally is a dinosaur in that one. Truly. They, they, they found a chink in our armor, Dean. I don't think dinosaur... I think any future dinosaur-based questions. Godzilla. No Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, invo- I'm, in, 
We're not yeah. invoking the Godzilla rule. It just happens to be that like Godzilla is like one of my biggest jams. So, <laughs> and I really like. I used to love uh, Godzilla versus King Ghidorah. That was one of my favorite old like kid videos I had. Yeah, Ghidorah is great. Okay, so that was sixteen points. Big win. To to whom? Going after pitching. Ah, it just Wait, went off before I... we got the answer. Still, well, uh, I, I guess I didn't get mine in before the buzzer. It went off just before you got it. God damn it. Okay. Godzilla. God <laughs> For question three, who's staying on? Who's swapping? Who's what do you think? I'll do I'll take cool. I'll, I'll swap back to pitching. All right. No repeats. No repeats. No repeats. We got this. We got this. <laughs> no whammies. Fail <laughs> us beautifully, John. <laughs> oh no. No. Right. Uh, so Michael first and subject number three. Dean, you ready? Yep. I can tell that you put a lot of effort to this subject. Movies that start with the letter E. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, shit. It started. Um, <laughs> That's not me. Jeez. Starts with an E. Uh, uh, Enigma. <laughs> Raise ahead. Ooh, good movie. That's a good one. Equilibrium. Edward Scissorhands. Uh, well, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make noises as a podcast, so I don't want <laughs> dead air. So I'm just going to make some noises and eat up some time while I try to think of a, a name. Um, uh, Emma. Good one. Eraser, the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Oh, does that mean you already said Eraserhead? Yeah, yeah, so we got eraser. 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 Uh, sorry, it, I only heard eraser, and it when it cut out. Okay. Um, oh, Emmanuel, Queen of the Desert. <laughs> oh, good one. Nice. <laughs> well, then the original Emmanuel. Then. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Emmanuel in the Land of the Cannibals. That way, that. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> one, one quick question is it like alphabetical rules so can it have the definite article before it or or does it have to be the very first word of the movie yeah i would say that's fine i'll add an extra 10 seconds onto that okay the expendables <laughs> emmanuel in america <laughs> the the elephant man Shit. time's up that was a rough one. That yeah. was rough. That was rough. Yeah. That oh. was the, you got your special subject, though? Emmanuel? <laughs> yeah. Now you're in my house, yeah. oh. Emmanuel. Hey, man, those were 49 cent rentals at my local video store. I rented I was, all the Emmanuel movies. Oh, I just I waited for them to come on a skin. I'm an 11 year old. I, I was going to be I was gonna be like, Emmanuel in space. And I'm like, damn it, that's a TV series. So I didn't go with it. <laughs> See, Boo made fun of the fact that I said, like film start with the letter E, but as soon as you say that, you can't think of any film start with the letter E. No, the next one I was going to do was Ed Wood. <clears throat> oh, that's a good one. That's a good I movie. kept wanting to say Everybody Loves Raymond, which is not a movie, <laughs> and also I'm ashamed to say that every everyone <laughs> loves Raymond popped into my head. Or everyone says I love you. You could have done that yeah. one. Oh, that's a good one. Now that was 13 points to the after movie diner, and no budget nightmares. Take that to 19 points. Well damn. So who is going on for the last to the last subject? Ah, fuck it, I will. May I? Go okay, ahead, so Mo. All right. Go first. Andy. Mo and Andrew? Andy, by the way. Andy, is that all right? 
Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to get too personal. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> is Michael right or is it Michael? I actually literally have no preference, so Michael is fine. Okay, Stephen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right, Teddy. Baby. <laughs> right. So Andy and Mo. Mo's going first, and the subject. Dean, you ready with the clock? Yep. And the subject is films made after 1970 that are filmed in black and white. Ah. Uh, okay. Well, uh, Ed Wood, the man who wasn't there. Uh, let's see. Um, Dead men don't wear plaid. Eraserhead. Uh, Dead man. Down by law. Clerks. Oh, shoot. Uh, come on, come on. Um, dang it. Um, wait, I did Down by Law. Uh, what was the other one? Um, yeah, I know, I know. Uh, I want to say it, but I won't say it. I know, it. I know. I'm so sorry. Uh, wait. Uh, uh, and time's up, I'm afraid. Uh, <laughs> no Were you thinking here. of Rumblefish? Was it Rumblefish? No, what was the first Jim Jarmusch movie? Because uh, oh. I did Down by Law, but his first one was Black and White too. But um, I can't remember what it is though. Yeah. Oh, shoot. How do, how do I not know his first movie? I hate it because you get stuck in it, but then you can't think of this because you know there are others. Yeah. That's funny because when you said Down by Law, I immediately was oh. like Tom Waits, and I was like Tom Waits was also in Rumblefish, which was also in Black and White. Come yeah. on, make the connection, goddamn it! I was so glad you said Dead Man Mo because I was just like, say Dead Man, say Dead Man. <laughs> I had uh, well, I did. I had one more too. I was gonna say um, Mondo Trasho nice. after that, uh, but uh, 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 yeah. now that I now that I'm on the spot, Chan is missing. Another good one. Uh, <laughs> I was saying, uh, talk, uh, permanent permanent yeah, vacation pie. was oh, yeah. Uh, Jim yeah, permanent vacation. Yeah, was the artist. Oh yeah, Tetsuo the Iron Man. Tetsuo the Iron Man would have been a good one. Blair Witch Project. No, was that partial? Yeah, no, that was color. It was, no, yeah, it was well, black I think, and white. That was color, but it was there really was black and white because they had two cameras. I think the I, video is in color, but the film is in black and white. Yeah, yeah, I try not to pay I try not to think about that movie too much. Yeah, it, could, it should have been filmed in brown because it was shit. Oh, um, <laughs> Manx, Manx, or Manx, Manx or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, Dean, at the end of that stunning round. Uh, okay. So, the after movie diner, no budget nightmares, gets twenty six points. Burn off the pitching is sixteen points. We're still in this. Only 10 uh, points, man. We're still in this game, baby. Everyone's still in it. I love it. I love it. Uh, oh, I checked out about 20 minutes ago. And, but... and their score gets divided in half between them, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Right. Uh, so after a tough battle in the Not the Kevin Bacon game, we find our way swinging into the cemetery for round two as we play my favorite, Are You a Dead? And uh, this evening, it's going to be a special Are You a Dead? It's going to be the Bond, James Bond, right? Well, this I'm is the fucked. game. <laughs> uh, this is the game where we'll tell you a little bit about the person with questions thrown into the mix. Ten points for every correct answer. Then I want you to tell me the year they died, how they died, and for this special Bond round, how their character died. No, I mean, wow. I won't be able to do any of those. Things. Yeah, I literally won't be able to do any I of look those. forward to yeah. a, a zero round yeah. all around. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it's good. I'll, go try and be, I'll try and be funny about how I won't be able to do <laughs> well, it. You can be funny with your buzzer. So there's like a quick fire yes. round. You need to buzz in. 
Everyone needs a buzz okay. sound. All right. Um, Wait, is there a, like, buzz? Am I just, just yeah, that, doing that's, that's it with my mouth? Okay. I'm going to say skidoo. Skidoo, skidoo is my skid buzz. Get the, off my lawn! After the uh, Cochrane story, buzz might not be the, <laughs> the most apt sound, but, we, but we'll accept buzz and uh, skidoo. I'll just I'll just shout out my balls, <laughs> and yeah, I'm gonna shout I'm gonna shout get off my lawn. I'll do ding ding ding. I just I gotta be easy. I already froze one. Could, could you do it in a more Cornwall accent? What my, my one? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I said get off my lawn. Get off my lawn. There you go. I, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were asking for ding 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 in a Cornwall accent. <laughs> I'm like, you don't know. Oh, ding, much. ding, ding. Can, can, we, can we have it in a Connecticut accent? Yeah. Sorry, that was more no. of a Welsh ding, ding, ding. Try again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and it, you wanted it in a Connecticut accent? Sure. Get off my lawn. Yeah. <laughs> Connecticut famously has no accent. So <laughs> oh, we have fun. So uh, our first subject is Dr. Kananga, a.k.a. Mr. Big, played by Yafit Koto. Uh, oh. Born in 19... Uh, what's the question? Oh, sorry. I'll, go, go, go. I'll, I'll get... <laughs> I'll get... <laughs> you know, I'll get I'm, I'm a little upset you haven't asked the question yet. Can you ask the question already? <laughs> I believe the question is, are you right. a dad? And, and <laughs> is, is the answer Yafet Kodo? Because I, I heard someone say that. I was, yeah. I'm can we kidding. buzz in whenever we like? No. <laughs> well, and I appreciate you guys listening to the show beforehand <laughs> to, get, <laughs> to get a feel of this. Um... <laughs> the embarrassing so, thing is, I did. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I listened to three episodes, so I apologize if I forgot things, but I did listen to we three We appreciate episodes. that, you know, stick with the format. Um, well, we had three downloads right. today. <laughs> there you go. We know where they came from, and we appreciate that. Um, right, let's try that again. Dr. Kananga, a.k.a. Mr. Big, played by Yafit Koto, Born in 1939 to a U.S. Army officer and Cameroonian Crown Prince, Yafit Koto is the most regal of Bond bad guys. But in which film did he die? It's going to be multiple choice. Uh, get off my lawn! Ding, ding, ding. It's going to be multiple <laughs> choices. I think right? He may know it. Yeah, I mean, it, it, yeah. Well, it. If, it yeah. if it cuts us, if it cuts us for time, I'm, I'm happy to do it. So a go. Yep. He met his end in. To live and let die, or live and let die. Correct. Ten points. Yes, 1973's Live and Let Die. By this point, Yafit was already deep into a solid movie career, but at 33 during filming, he is the youngest actor to play a main Bond villain. As well as taking on Bond, he's also famous for taking on a xenomorph in the original Alien movie in 1979, and the following year was offered another space adventure role, something he turned down because he feared the character would be killed off as well and he'd forever be typecast. Which role did Yafet reportedly turn down? And it's open to anybody. Skidoo, get off my lawn. I heard a skidoo. I'm going with, uh, he was up for Lando Calrissian in The Empire Strikes Back. Correct. Because as we all know, there was only like, literally like two black actors in Hollywood. So although he avoided Darth Vader in 1991, he faced off against another icon of modern horror in which film? What is the full release name of the movie this occurred in? Feel free to buzz in. Uh, get off my lawn. John Ross. <laughs> it's Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, and I think, it is it three, The Dream Warrior? 
No, that was the other black guy that was in horror films, unfortunately. Oh, okay. Kincaid. Oh, I don't know. Is it? It's definitely Nightmare on Elm Street, but I forget which one. I'm going to have to open it up to the rest of the uh, to the other to the other podcast. I'm afraid. Burn off the pitching. Oh, I know. You know, Michael. I, I I'm I'm not sure enough. So, well, so, uh, so if it's okay, pure guess. But Nightmare on Elm Street for the Dream Child. Oh, no, that one was shit. Um, unfortunately, it was Freddy's Dead, the final nightmare. Or yeah, in nightmare fairness, on that one's shit yeah. too. But <laughs> <laughs> and for the record, Dream Warriors is the best one. I'll, I'll fight anyone that says it's not. It's one of the only three good ones. It's got the best yeah. posters. That's true. It does have the best poster. It's, it's, literally, it's literally my <laughs> least seen horror franchise. Out it, of uh, it definitely has ones. the best song by Dawkins. <laughs> Dream Warriors! <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Again, it's three in the morning. <laughs> he also had a long story career that culminated in a seven-year stint on Homicide Life in the Street. After that show ended in the year 2000, he was very elusive with roles, appearing in five things. One in an uncredited role on what Dean considers the greatest TV show of all time. Get off my lawn. What is the greatest show of all time? The Wire. I'm going to give him 10 points for that. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was he in The Wire? The Wire's good. It's the greatest show of all time. No, I'm just saying that that's the, I thought that was the, I thought that was the answer to the question. Never it mind. wasn't a question, right. but I'm going to make it It's multiple one. choice. We'll wait for the, we'll wait for the choices. Was it Oz, The Sopranos, The Wire, The Venture Brothers? Get off my lawn! Get off my lawn! Get off my lawn! Get off my lawn. I'm off it, just... <laughs> the wire. The wire. <laughs> That's not the question, anyway. Shall, uh, I, try, shall I try that again? Uh, we'll try that again. Uh, having a long story career that culminated in a seven-year stint on Homicide, Life on the Street. After that show ended in the year 2000, he was very elusive for roles, appearing in five things. One in an uncredited role on the greatest TV show of all time, The Wire. His last performance was in 2014, providing the voice for his original character in the Alien Isolation video game. So here is the big moment. What month and year did Yafit die? We need oh, well, both. Buzz, both. Buzz. Get off my lawn. <laughs> both for the points. Dean, who, who went in first? I was deep in the reading. It was Mo. I believe I did. Thank you. <laughs> I happen to remember this one. He died in March of uh, 2021. Correct. Good pull. See, here's the thing. My memory only goes back like three months. So, you know, I can remember that. It was designed I, I also remember it, but time has no meaning for me time anymore. No so I thought it was November exactly. 2020. I was like, <laughs> I want to say it was around the election, but who knows? Who knows? Yeah, but the election—it no, it was on. around the time the election ended, though. So. Yeah, the election went on till March of twenty twenty-one. We would usually at this point ask for the cause of death, but the reasons for it have not been disclosed. So instead, how did Mr. Big get off my lawn? Get off my lawn! Get off my lawn! Get off my lawn! I said it. That was a John Cross. Uh, He—it um, was a shark pellet that inflated him, and uh, he blew up. Correct. It was like uh, a shark air pellet thing. I, I have here written down, while fighting in a shark tank, Bond stuffs an inflating bullet into his mouth and he blows up and bursts like a balloon. Yes. 
That was some top-notch special effects. I remember <laughs> that was fantastic. Oh, yeah, and before that, he, he looked like a garbage pail. And kid. before that, Tihi uh, gets swallowed in an inflatable couch. It's just everything inflates in Live and Let Die at the end, apparently, <laughs> including Roger Moore. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, no, he 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 inflates once you get to uh, View to a Kill. Then he's really inflated. <laughs> Yeah, I think he doesn't Still, die until he gets chucked out the train window. Right, exactly. It's the only Bond film as well with a twist horror ending. Oh, yeah, the voodoo guy survives. Mm. Baron Samdi. Yeah. Baron Samdi is still sat on the uh, back of the train laughing. As it, yeah. It's my favorite Bond film. I haven't seen a Bond film in 15 years, so... Well, then you'll love, you'll love this next bit. Bond films! <laughs> it's, not over. it's not over. No! So, Next on our list of Bond villains is Jaws, played by Richard Keel. Oh. Richard Dawson Keel, born in 1939, this real-life monster of a man was a regularly occurring feature in Hollywood productions, standing at seven foot two. This was usually in the role of an evil henchman working for the big bad guy, but hey, a job's a job, right? His most iconic role was obviously Jaws in the James Bond films, so popular He's the only henchman to feature in two films. But which two films did he feature in five points for each? Get Do off you... my lawn. There you go. <laughs> no, uh, multiple, no multiple choice anymore, Dean. It's over. <laughs> the thing is, these people know movies. You guys don't, so I have to make multiple choice for you guys. <laughs> oh, I see. I, I feel like that was a dick. It is. <laughs> okay. Oh shit, was it? <laughs> no, the people I usually do the podcast with, they don't know the film, so I'm like giving them clues every time. But if people know movies, they know roughly where to aim. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get this wrong, so I'm gonna take Are you a dead would be like a ten minute podcast? Yeah, I can't, I can't. <laughs> Sorry, John Cross. God damn it, John, you better get this right because I yeah. know this answer. <laughs> I thought you guys wanted to lose. Come on. All right, John, get it wrong. <laughs> well, uh, well, one of the answers is Moonraker. Um, and the other one is, I'm just going to say for your eyes only, but I think Are I'm you wrong. Nope. Ding, ding, ding. I got it wrong. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Did get Moonraker right, but... I think you could tell from Mo's reaction that that's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, uh, which two films... Did he feature in Moonraker and I think the Spy Who Loved Me? Correct. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was getting those two mixed up. Yeah, back, five points of base there. You know, I I met Richard Keel once, and he was an absolute sweetheart. Just a hell of a guy. It's funny the bad guys are always supposed to be real there's, nice. There's no more to that story. Just... Oh, okay. I was on tented hooks there. I was like, okay, this this, this isn't like a. And then he bit me. No. no. <laughs> Let's not go there. No, it's um, not like when I met Hiro Nakajima and he put his hand so far up my thigh that he touched my balls. But, you know, that's a different thing. <laughs> that's just a greeting sometimes. That yeah, is a true story, It's though. a different type of friendly. <laughs> a different kind of friendly. <laughs> a different kind of hero. It's, yeah. Mo met Richard Kill when he came into his sex shop. <laughs> did he have this enormous electric cock ring? He did, actually. <laughs> he he actually wore it around his neck. <laughs> Anyway, where are we? He, right. he, couldn't, he couldn't reach the peephole because he was too tall. He just dangled his dick right over the top of the stall. That's a glory hole. He was kneeling. <laughs> From Richard Kill's glory hole to the next part of the quiz. Uh, his towering height was the result of acromegaly, a condition caused by an excess of human growth hormone. Initial symptoms of this are enlarged hands and feet, also enlargement of forehead, jaw, and nose. Obviously... Penis. 
always. Obviously, this comes with this comes problems, thickening of skin, headaches, and problem with vision. By 1977, he was already blind in one eye. This was actually a contributing reason to why he didn't mind losing out on a rare heroic role in the 1970 Fingers on Buzzers, which comic book character did Keel nearly portray on screen in 1977? Fuck. Skidoo. I'm going to go I'm going to go a little crazy with this one because I, I don't know if I'm right. I'm probably wrong. I'm probably screwing this up for for Andy and I, but was he maybe up for Superman? Incorrect, I'm afraid. Ah, yeah, good guess. I mean, comic book in '77. '77. Yeah, oh. they weren't doing a live action Plastic Man, were they? <laughs> <laughs> One could only dream. Uh, or the Hulk, I guess, but he's too tall and skinny. I don't know. Oh, I've got. Oh, all right. I, I was gonna say I couldn't even fucking. Did you guys? Did you guys want to make? Want to throw in a guess of Can a team? I throw in. You want to guess? I would. Get, I'm going to throw this guess out uh, of Swamp Thing. Incorrect. Yeah. I'm afraid. After you died, do you want to guess at this one? No, that was a really good. That was a really good guess. I was going to say. Anyone? Anyone else? <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> Any listeners? Ding, Call ding, in. Ding, ding. It's already. It's already ding, been mentioned. Ding, ding, one. One oh, of you's already got it ding, right. Ding, 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 ding. Hold it. None of you are getting points for it, but it was the Incredible Hulk. Uh, huh. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Kind of glad they didn't give it to him. Yeah. You know, once Lou Ferrigno plays a role, it's eternally his. Right. As evinced by the yeah, Incredible it, Hulk and no other examples. Yeah, because if you try and tell him to stop, he won't listen. Womp, womp. Really? That's the line? That's the line. <laughs> Death jokes. That's the, that's the line. Really? You know what? I, you know, when I met Lou Ferrigno, he pretended that he couldn't uh, talk. For real. <laughs> the end. Uh, uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe you have that effect on No, me. I definitely have that effect. <laughs> yeah, normally it's women, but yeah. Oddly enough, he also yeah. put his hand on your thigh. Lou Ferrigno is one of those weird convention guests that you're like, you go to every single convention, but seemingly hates to be there. Like seemingly just absolutely yeah, loathes yeah, he, doing he it, definitely but he like goes he to every single. Yeah, he still charges fifty bucks for an autograph. He's a bit like Dave Prowse. Apparently, he charges seventy-five pounds for an autograph, even if you meet him in the street. You yeah. ask for an autograph, <laughs> he goes like seventy-five pounds. Well, I mean, that's his rent money now. I mean, come on. Well, not dude, more. Dude, gotta say, isn't he dead? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well. I don't think it affects us. I think he is a dead. Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah. seventy-five pounds isn't going to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh man if you can get an autograph out of him now that's worth money you go to his grave and there's just a pen sitting on top of it just insert 75 dollars yeah his grave just hear this voice did he pay yeah. his gravestone just said died on top of 75 quid <laughs> so yes the incredible hulk keel was replaced after a few days by producers he didn't mind however as he had issues with the contacts he had to wear for the part being partially sighted already it left him almost blind while wearing them he also hated the green makeup so was glad they went with somebody else so 1977 was a busy year for richard keel though and it could have been even bigger if he took the job he turned down instead to portray jaws in 1977 which iconic character ding, 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 did ding, he ding, turn ding. down to play Jaws? Ding, ding, ding. We have wanna, an answer. I'm going to say Chewbacca. Correct. And he didn't want to be typecast. 
What is the tall guy? How did you know it was him? Yeah. I don't want to play tall guys in all my Peter, movies. Peter Mayhew did not have that problem. Incredible Hulk, no. Chewbacca, yeah, go on then. <laughs> in 1992, Keel suffered a severe head injury in a car crash, which left him without a sense of balance. His film appearances afterwards were limited, and when he did have a featured role, he would be featured with a cane. His last film role was as a voice actor in which 2010 Disney movie? Shit. Yeah, now you want uh... multiple. Now you want multiple questions, multiple answers. Oh, uh, buzz, buzz, buzz. Mo. Yeah, see, it's it's really nice to have um, nieces and nephews who were young <laughs> around that time because I happen to know that he was in Tangled. Correct. Can you remember the name of the character? Fuck no. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter. It's fine. You got that was that was the uh, that was the movie. <laughs> That was 11 years ago. I don't fucking remember. <laughs> I just remembered he was in it. 2010 was not 11 years ago. I don't care what anyone said. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a couple of years back. If you take COVID away from it. Fair if you enough. take COVID, the Trump presidency, just throw that all in. <laughs> it was practically, it was practically last, year. last year. Word that we could. Yes, he played Vlad the Thug, who liked to collect ceramic unicorns in the movie Tangled. Keel, known on screen as a monster, but in real life was a supposed gentle giant. But which year did he leave us? Fingers on buzzers. What year did Richard Keel pass away? A buzz, buzz. Buzz, buzz, mo. Uh, I believe it was 2014. Correct. Well, hot dog. <laughs> Where the hell did I pull that fucking shit out from? So, you know, Disney and when people die, I mean, it's... uh... Look, I did not expect to know any of this shit. That's the thing, it's it's your last Disney film plus three years. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, somebody somebody should uh, tell The Rock to watch out. And how did he leave us? What was the cause of his death? Fingers on buzzers? You can throw a guess. I mean, there's a few ways uh, you can ding, die. Ding, ding. He, he hit his head on a low-flying aircraft. <laughs> <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Was it a stroke? I'm sure he had a stroke in his time, but that wasn't it. Get off my lawn. John Cross. Brain emb- embolism. Oh, incorrect. It is a favourite of the show, though, the brain embolism. Yeah. <laughs> ding, so ding, I ding, think that's... Attack? I think I think they're out of answers, Dean. Okay. Yep. But, um, oh, yeah. Was it that his life functions ceased <laughs> to continue? Correct. Did yeah. the Lord Jesus call him home? Correct. <laughs> no, it was part of a very small rapture. Did Happy Gilmore shoot him in the head with a nail gun? Yeah. Correct. I kept waiting for Happy <laughs> Gilmore question. <laughs> but it never came. I wanted um, that in uh, Iag, the uh, movie Iga. where he plays it. Like the caveman, right? Yeah, yeah, it's Ega. Ega. Yeah. That's it. That's great. I've seen my mystery science theater, right? I, I've seen Ega. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a heart attack. And uh, the last question. I got that then, right? Or was I out of was You I guys had already guessed. I'm, I'm sorry to say. Oh, no worries. No worries. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't really matter. Either. Until we hear this. None, none of it matters. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, guys, how did Jaws, the character, die uh ding 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 i don't think he did i don't think he did i think he survived correct 
He didn't die in the films. Not only did he not die, he was scheduled to come back for a third appearance in For Your Eyes Only to marry his girlfriend, Dolly, but a change in production staff meant the wedding was canceled. Shame. I would have got that one right then. Yep. Fuck. Right. You guys wanted a wrestling question? Yeah. <laughs> Mo wants who... a wrestling question. I, I, no, I just I, want to wrestle. <laughs> unless mine is, what was the name of... I'm already oiled <laughs> up. <laughs> uh, 145 cents. <laughs> And I'm wearing pleather. Um, <laughs> just, call, just call me Big Daddy Cool. Giant Hastings. <laughs> yeah, just call me Giant Hastings. So our next Bond villain is Oddjob, played by Harold Sakata. Born in 1920, Toshiyuki Sakata was a Japanese-American born in Honolulu, Hawaii, adopting the Western name Harold when he moved to the United States in the 1930s. At five for eight and weighing a tiny 118 pounds in his early teens, he wished he looked more like everyone else, so started lifting weights. By the time he'd graduated school and served in the Second World War, he'd clocked in around 280 pounds and was lifting nearly four times that at the London Olympics, as he picked up the silver medal in the light heavyweight division of the weightlifting competition. What year did Harold Sakata win the silver medal? Oh, fuck right off. <laughs> I'm going to need that in a number. <laughs> 1964. It was not 64. We're going to throw it to the other team. Yeah, I'm going to go, because um, I think he was already pro wrestling in the 60s. So I'm going to say 1958. It was actually 1948. I, I like oh, where you were going. Wow. With the Olympics over, Harold moved into the world of professional wrestling, using his size to throw his opponents all over the ring and his looks to capitalise on the rampant xenophobia of the general public to portray a dastardly foreign heel from the land of the rising sun. But under what name <laughs> did he perform? Skidoo. Skidoo, Michael Tanner. I believe he was Professor Tanaka. Incorrect. I'm going to have to throw it over to the other side. Mo. Uh, I'm thinking, this? I'm thinking, I'm thinking real fucking hard. I can't fucking how how that. old how old school is old school for you, Mo? Uh fuck. We're talking uh, are we talking Hogan era. Are we going a bit early? No, I can I can go a little earlier than that. Um Big Daddy Seeky. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, oh, 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 um fuck, let me see if it, it was like Togo. Uh, was it Tosh Togo? Was that it? Correct. Holy shit! Wow, <laughs> that was good. Told you, wrestling's my jam. Wrestling and Godzilla. I was gonna guess adjunct professor Togo. So yeah, just... well, there you go. <laughs> uh, Dean had put here long Untenured. duck. Dean had put yeah. here long duck dong. So <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna cancel anybody. <laughs> Which film featured Objog then, folks? Go. Oh, sorry. Bing, bing, bing. Bing, bing, bing. Goldfinger. There we are. Correct. Where's Where's my hat? I got to throw it at John. I had it. I went to say the name of the movie, but then I remembered I had to say my stupid. That was your buzzer. Just the Shirley Bassey. Can't you just play the quote from bottom? We'll all have Goldfinger and have done with it. 
Some people like doing new things and find it hard to shake off an iconic role, but Harold embraced it, going so far as to insist on being billed as odd job in acting careers for years after, and even starred as odd job in a series of commercials in the late 60s. Advertising, I'll ask it in the form of a question. <laughs> what did, <laughs> did odd job shield for several years in commercials? Uh, get off my lawn. Uh, was was it like American Airlines or something? Was it a, a plane company? It was not. Going to have to throw it over to the other podcast. Okay. So, what did Odd Job advertise for several years in commercials? What do you think, Michael? Like some sort of car? I, I want to say car or go for the obvious, which is a hat, like a hat <laughs> company. Um, I can't even think of a hat company in the 1960s. But man, car! I feel like I've seen the car commercial with him. Yeah, I like, don't know the Chrysler. Uh, can can we just say car? Say car? You advertise a car? Uh, it, it wasn't a car. It was actually Vicks cough syrup. Oh. Fucking what? <laughs> that's, what? <laughs> that's weird. When you think of Asian stereotypical villains, think Vicks cough syrup. <laughs> I think cough syrup for sure. <laughs> so you, you learn something new here at Bat of the Podcast. That effing uh, knowledge. There you go. <laughs> he worked consistently in films up until his death, most likely playing the same suited up bowler hat wearing angry man. But it's what he would have wanted to be remembered for. I'm sure he's probably buried in the same style of suit with a bowler. But when did Odd Job die? What year did Odd Job die? Buzzing like, guys. Like the actor? Or, or yeah. the. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, we're, we're, we're going to do actor. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I know he had, a, he had a terrible accident, didn't he? Like... <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I'm, I'm uh, Buzz. I'm going to give it a guess. Go for it, Mo. Uh, I, like, I, I know it's early 80s. Um, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fucking guess here. Uh, 82? Correct. Fuck me. <laughs> what? A good year for E.T., uh, my parents, and a bad year for our job because he died. Oh. Wait, you've gotten every one, haven't you? Me? I don't know. Did I? Yeah, well, we didn't say you couldn't use Google. <laughs> Who's using Google? <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> uh, I thought you were going to ask a question about the William Shatner movie Impulse, uh, in which he plays the character Karate Pete, who drives around in a Winnebago with a old bedsheet nailed to the side of the Winnebago with the words Karate Pete written on it. And I'm not joking, that's an actual movie starring William Shatner. I believe it, and I believe you. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, but we're going to need to yeah, I, I trust my kid to that. <laughs> and, and by the way, in the After Movie Diner Cafe Press store, you can buy a T-shirt that says, I wish I had a friend like Karate Pete. <laughs> and I wore it when I met William Shatner, who did not get the joke at all. Don't imagine I'm, I'm, more of, I, I'm way, more of a, way more of a Jim Carter guy than a, than a Karate Pete guy. That's fine. Jim Carter is also awesome. Right, guys. How did Harold Sakata... That was his name, right? I'm not just using the summation stereotype. <laughs> That's right. What year? Uh, sorry. So we've had the year, but how did Harold Sakata pass away? Oh, Cause uh, of death, please. Get off my lawn. John Cross? Brain embolism. <laughs> it's got to be one of these guys. <laughs> you know, that is a tried and tested, uh, are you a dead technique, or you just say the same cause of death until it comes up. But in Anal case, prolapse. Correct. Um, no. <laughs> That's how I plan to go. Uh, <laughs> That's how he would have wanted to go. Um, 
Guys, I'm going to pass it over Ding. to yeah, Andrew. Uh, Michael, should we do heart attack? Let's go with a heart attack, although I have another theory, but we'll go heart attack. It, it's not Michael. What was your other theory just out of interest? Reaganomics. Oh, yeah. oh. I went there. Oh, oh. <laughs> edgy. Edgy. I like it. Modern as well. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. You should you should have a black shirt and be down in the village doing uh stand-up comedy and then I Yeah, think. very topical. Very topical. Yeah. It is How 2021, by the way. Um wait, is it? Oh, sorry yeah, to but say. he died in 1982, so... Yeah. yeah. I, I, it, oh, it, it, it still it, works. Is the answer, did the Pinkos get him? Is that the answer? <laughs> if he was electrocuted, I'm, I'm going to... That's crazy. <laughs> Honestly, seeing that he was a wrestler, I would have guessed heart attack, too, so I, I don't... I'm not sure. Yeah. Really? Not, not overdose? Not in large heart? Like... Not that generation. Not Tanaka. <laughs> Shut your yeah. mouth. <laughs> So, uh, unfortunately, you're all wrong. It was liver cancer, that other wrestling mm. favorite. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're all going to know this. So, fingers on buzzers. Get off my lawn. Ding, ding, ding. No. Ding, ding, ding. No. Get off my lawn. No, no. Ding, ding, ding. Get off my lawn. Get off John's lawn. Guys, get ready. He was, he was swallowed wait, wait, wait. by an inflatable couch. No, I'm kidding. Correct. You ready? <laughs> How did yes. our job die? How did our job die? Get off my lawn! <laughs> ding, 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 ding. I don't know. Judges, who went first? It was John. Oh, cross. Yeah. Was John. He was electrocuted. Oh god, I wish that was right. No, that's correct. Um, yes, he was electrocuted <laughs> when he goes to retrieve his hat from some metal bars and Bond connects a live cable to the bars. During the scene, the effect actually did burn his hands quite badly, but Harrison Carter held on to them until they called cut. That's the wrestler's way. They were uh, Fabe to the end. Yeah. And uh, our last subject matter. It's real to me, damn it. His, his hands with the scar tissue went, par went partially numb, so it always felt like someone else was jerking him off. True. <laughs> I have a feeling someone's going to do very well in this next run. In this. I think there's Mr. Silver Lining tonight, aren't you? <laughs> I am. I'm trying to look for the positive in all negative deaths. So for our last Bond villain tonight, we're going to be looking at Blofeld, played by actor... Donald Pleasance. Yeah! It's all, it's all uh, you, John. <laughs> I don't know anybody who knows more about fucking Donald Pleasance than John, so. <laughs> who was oh, Donald? Wait a minute. Yeah, you have <laughs> albums of Donald Pleasance. I have two albums of Donald Pleasance. I'm, I'm sitting okay, back. So I'm not the even The first question try. is, who was <laughs> Donald Pleasance's great aunt twice removed? And I need the full name, middle name, and surname. <laughs> Um, you got this, John. Marjorie <laughs> Fortescue Kumquat Pickens Pickens the Third. It was Pickens Pickens the Fourth. I'm sorry. Oh, um, oh. Is, uh... <laughs> yes. So Blofeld, played by Donald Pleasance, born in 1919, Pleasance was a classically trained thespian before heading to Hollywood to sell his talents to anyone that would hire him. With 240 credits on IMDb for TV and movies, he's in a lot of tat and proves that if you throw enough shit at a wall, stuff will stick. Who can forget his term as the president of the United States in Escape from New York? or Blythe the Forager in The Great Escape, or his turn in The Great Escape 2, The Untold Story, in which he plays a Nazi doctor, as well as portraying possibly the most iconic Bond villain of the non-gritty era, he also played Dr. Loomis, the protagonist in the Halloween series of movies. Fingers on buzzers. How many Halloween movies was Donald Pleasance present in? Get off my lawn! John Cross. Uh, he is in... Four of them. 
I thought this was your specialist subject, man. He's in one, two, four, uh, four five, and six. He's in five of them. Sorry. Yeah. He's not in three or seven. That's <laughs> he was in one, two. Oh, no. Sorry. He did. He kind of killed it. <laughs> yeah, no, do, we, do we get it? Hey, you, I'm going to offer it to the other team, believe it or not. Oh, how many uh, you say? Michael, I'm feeling five. How are you feeling? I, I say I say, go with your heart, man. Are you, are you, are you guys sure? Um, I, we, we, could, we could millionaire this. Is that your final oh. answer? You wouldn't have been in another one, would you? I was, I, was going, I was going through my head and I was like, wait, he's yeah. three. And then I was like, oh, he's, and then he's in all the others. So I was like, oh, there's four others. And now he's five others. He's yeah, let's do five. Yeah, but I know. <laughs> thanks, thanks for just handing it to the John. Um, yeah, it was one, two, four, five, and the curse of Michael Myers. Uh, the film was actually dedicated to him. Which other nice. John Carpenter movie did he appear as Father? Get Loomis? off my lawn, John Cross. Uh, that would be Prince of Darkness. Correct. Mm. Not a bad movie at all. It's a fantastic movie. It's a really good movie. Very good movie. As Blofeld, he appeared only once, but possibly the most iconic of that era, possibly due to Austin Powers' Doctor Evil taking on the look of him. Which film did he play him in, though? Oh. Uh, uh, um, sorry, uh, get off my get lawn. Off his lawn. <laughs> get off his lawn. You, get off his lawn. You only yeah. live twice. Ah, yeah. You only live Good twice. God, uh, God, I, God, I hope not. But yeah, it is. Uh, you only live twice. I know. It's got the volcano lair and ninjas and everything. It's all very exciting. <laughs> I only want to live 0.5. So. <laughs> it's, it's, also got, it's also got Sean Connery doing yellow face. Yeah. So yeah. please, it was made many years ago and it just... <laughs> Sean Connery's a dead now, so I, I don't think anyone's going to come for him. Uh, <laughs> Although if you jerk him hard enough, he might come for you. Yeah. 75 quid. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, so Sean Connery charged more than 75 pounds to jerk him off. I know that for a fact. And if you annoyed him, he'd just give you a slap. You know, thanks, if you, thanks, if, thanks if you hysterical, that. If you got the hysterical, just give yeah. him a slap. So. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Mum, for telling me that information. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> I'm sorry there's an untold story here. John, go on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I just, I basically handed you the pieces. You put it together and imagine the ending. It's a very happy ending. Was it I set it up. You knock him down, my friend. <laughs> waka waka. So with Blofeld, multiple actors have played the part over the years, but can you name all three? Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, yeah, get off ding, my ding, lawn. Ding. May I go? Get off my lawn. Hey, I, I don't know. I I <laughs> may I go? Yeah, may I go? Dean. I do think John was first. Andrew got in first on that one. Okay. It's nicely right, all right. three. It's, can you name it's, three of the people? I'm tired. Yes, there's been multiple actors, but can you name three of them? Pleasance. Mr. And Charles Gray. Can we have one that isn't? <laughs> no, no, that's that's acceptable. So that was Teddy Savalas, who, who was in on her Majesty's Secret. I, I guess you could also do Christoph Waltz. I there guess. you go. We'll take we'll take your answer. <laughs> Teddy Savalas was on her Majesty's Secret Service. Charles Gray was Diamonds Are Forever, and of course Christopher Waltz was Inspector and No Time to Die. There's one called No Time to Die. I am so out the loop. It's it's the new one coming out. But no, what I liked about Spectre is how they stole the plot from Goldmember, the third Austin Powers movie. <laughs> that, seriously, they make Blofeld Bond's half-brother, which is literally what they do with Dr. Evil in Austin Powers' Goldmember. And I'm like, really, guys? 
Is Beyonce in that one too? Spoilers, I guess. But <laughs> Beyonce's in no time to die. Spectre oh. was such an atrocious movie. I'm I'm allowed to spoil it. Anyway, yeah. carry on. Which brings us into this tenuous link. But for Donnie, there was a time to die. When was it? What year did he die? Oh, uh, get off my lawn. John Cross. He died <laughs> in 1995. Correct. Let's see how your dead knowledge works now. How did he die? Uh, he anyone died. can buzz. Anyone oh, sorry. can buzz him, John. Uh, get off my lawn! <laughs> get off my lawn! <laughs> get, get off my lawn! Yeah. Uh, his go. his go was go. heart failure. Uh, Any more? Uh, okay, complications due to heart failure. Then I guess we will we'll take that. It's complications of heart failure following heart valve surgery. But you don't have to be that specific. I, I just wanted to press you just because it's quite clear you're owning this. Wait, wait, wait. Aorta or ventricle? <laughs> <laughs> did they put try to put a stent in? At what it... hour did they call it? <laughs> that I don't but it was like a scheduling thing. They just wanted to, you know, put it on the day before. Yeah. That, that I don't know, but um, he, he obviously died before I uh, uh, kind of became of age with movies. But um, I did get someone on my Facebook page that is dedicated to him. Send me pictures of her dad and Donald Pleasant. who used to live side by side with each other and drink a lot of beer in their gardens. Wow. So the I got a lot of candid pictures. He was the pictures. surgeon. Yeah, he was. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually got this heart valve. Um... Yeah. <laughs> it's, go it's going cheap. Only been used a few times. If I polish it off and clean it up, it'll be fine. And finally, for, for this edition of Are You Were Dead... Fingers on buzzers. How did Blofeld meet his end? Ding, ding, ding. Andrew. He was dropped down a smokestack. He was dropped down an industrial smokestack or chimney from a helicopter by Roger Moore's incantation of Bond. <laughs> and that's incantation. The broccoli the family. He, he is a dead. <laughs> you want to bring him back? You want to bring him back? And nice. it is. Three quarters of four in the morning. Um, <laughs> yes, he was dropped down an industrial chimney from a helicopter by Roger Moore's incarnation. Yeah. <laughs> right incantation. Oh, no, you didn't. You wrote it. No, you no, you 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 actually spelled that right. I have no idea it was Blofeld for that, though. I think you, you never see him, right? You just you just get him from the back. Yeah, they didn't show his face because of the lawsuit with uh the owner of the copyright of the thing that Blofeld was part of is because yeah. they have like two different yeah. companies making James Bond films so they couldn't show Blofeld's face apparently so it was like an actor playing him but didn't show his face, didn't say it was him either but everyone knew it was him it's a weird yeah, film like the, the legal yeah, issues with like the Bond franchise and the Broccoli's and the studio like it's it's wild yeah well it's also it's, well, also it, it's just Thunderball right? Thunderball's the thorny one yes Thunderball, he collaborated with someone. So that someone says, hey, I've got the rights to Thunderball. But I'm not sure how Blofeld got roped in there. Isn't that how they made Never Say Never Again? Because it was kind of like not an official yeah, Bond movie. Yeah, it is. It's a remake of uh, Thunderball, yeah. really. But the funny thing is, is Thunderball yeah. contains like 
all the key elements that they would use in almost all the 70s Bond films, apart from Live and Let Die. Um, so essentially, you could make whatever kind of Bond film you'd want, as long as you say that it's based on Thunderball and not the other books. I think even Tarantino was looking at doing like a an offshoot one. But I mean, he's talked about doing everything. He never stops talking about doing stuff. I wish he would just do it and go away. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and on that sour note, that mercifully brings us to the end of this round of Are You a Dead? So we've tested your basic knowledge of film and backstage antics. Now we test your co-host chemistry. For this round, teams will have to choose who is asking and which one is answering to play. That film with the guy who was in that thing with the stuff. If you're asking, you will get a list of films and you have to describe the movie without saying any part of the movie's name or any of the actors in the movie and no rhyming. You can do them in any order. You will have 90 seconds to get as many as possible. Loser goes first, you get a choice batch, one or two. So Dean, who is in second place? Because there's no losers here. Okay, so at the moment, burn after pitching and you have a choice of one to four. All right. All right do you, who wants to do the asking? I'll do the asking if that's okay. So it, it, it's okay. like categories, essentially, or not categories, uh, taboo. You have to describe yeah. it without using any word, any words from the title or any Absolutely. Answers. Oh, and we can't do directors, right? And can you talk about the underlying material? I think anything but the actors no or the name of the film or rhyming. Okay, so directors is yeah, fine. Directors is fine. So my apologies. So yeah, if, if you're asking, you'll get a list of films and you have to describe the movie without saying any of the parts of its name or any of the actors in the movie and no rhyming. So apart from that, okay. anything goes. You can do them in any order as okay. well. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't have to be okay. So so Dean, are you ready with the clock? Yep, five points for every correct answer. I'm ready with the clock. And your time starts now. Okay, a uh, Neil Jordan movie about an Anne Rice novel about a bunch of guys who suck blood and a little girl who sucks blood too. Interview with the vampire. Okay. Interview with the vampire. Favorite Austrian muscle guy gets pregnant. Junior. Okay, it's about, uh, what is it? Ray Fiennes plays a guy in the 50s who cheats on TV. Quiz show. Cool. Uh, it is a John Waters movie about a housewife who loves killing people. Serial mom. It's a, uh, oh, oh, it's a, a movie. Shoot. It's a movie with a bunch of cops who go to Russia and it's hilarious. And some guy makes wonderful sound effects with his mouth. Oh, Police Academy 5 Mission to Moscow. Very good. It's a Pirelli Brothers movie. It's got some people who are not smart and even more not smarter. Dumb and dumber. All right. It's a movie with a rap group with two people. They just love having festivities in their home. Kid and play. Yep. A house party. Keep going. What's after that one? Oh, oh, house party two. That one. Pajama jammy jam. Yeah, but then after that one was house party. After house party two was house party. Three. All right. Shoot, there's one where it's like a dumb, uh, dumb heavy metal group takes over a radio station. Airheads. Cool. It's one. Oh, shoot. It's, um, I think it's a martial arts movie with it has twins. Oh, time's up. So we're, that, that's yeah. the beat video. Double okay. Jam. How'd we do? Very good. Is that I, only last have, one? I, I, I only have one gripe. Every... Okay. It's a Police Academy 5. Wasn't. 
The list just says police. I know, I'm gonna have to let that's what that's what I was, I'm gonna have to let it go. But it was I was actually, gonna say, isn't Mission to Moscow seven? Yeah, it's the it's, seventh. It's not seven, called it's not no, called no, seven though. Yeah, no, it's just but, called Mission to Moscow. But the, but, just but, the Academy, yeah, Mission but the Moscow. answer he said was five, but it doesn't matter because that's not what was written down. It was Police Academy Mission to Moscow. So yeah, that's my, that's right. It's okay. it's too fucking late to get. I'm impressed I got that one. That's quite <laughs> impressive. The one I didn't get was Double Dragon. Is that one? Is that a Van Damme or is that one of the? Is that was like the? That's Mark Mark the Cascos. Oh, yeah, You're thinking it's on the video impact. game. It's Mark the Cascos or Double Team yeah. too. <laughs> What's the one? Oh, no, I was thinking. You're thinking oh, yeah. the one that's based off of the video game. Double Dragon is Mark the Cascos. Yeah, yeah. Listen, Malone. And he goes up. He goes up against um and Scott uh, Wolf. the t- Terminator Two. Uh, Robert Patrick is the bad guy. Oh yeah, and he's got sweet, he's got like, blonde streaks in his hair and, and like his... a mad goatee thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the one I didn't get. Oh, that's right. That was really good. Yeah, that was really good. So, cool. so it's all to, it's all to play for now. I'm back, baby. It's well, the good news for. is that Mo and I know between the two of us which one's the pitcher and which one's the catcher. So. <laughs> <laughs> we prefer the giver and the taker. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you and Richard Keel, I like. I prefer yeah. uh, I prefer top and bottom, but it's yeah, top yeah, and bottom. Yeah. To use the vernacular. So who's going to be the answer, answerer and who's going to be the I'm going answer? to be the, I'm going to be the soggy bottom boy, I think. Is that right, Mo? Uh, sure. Meaning I'll answer the question. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, that could be anyone. You're George Clooney? Well, if I'm, if, I'm the bot, if I'm the soggy bottom, then Mo has to be the Dom, which means that he'll be the reader and I'll be the... Okay, boy. Boo, yeah. you forgot the ask, ask the question about like which year were those films from? There is an extra point to play for, yes. So, what what year was that? Was the, were those movies from? And that's only open to Michael, isn't it? Yep, only open to Michael. Oh, can I get the list? Yep, you can do. So it was Airheads, Double Dragon, Dumb and Dumber, House Party Three, Interview with the Vampire, Junior, Killing Zoe, Quiz Show, oh, Serial that. Mom, and Police Academy Seven. No, Police Academy Mission to Moscow. Are those all from the same year? Oh, God. Um, I know. What a bumper year. Banger year for, I would say. Oh, I think I might know it, but it has to be Michael, right? I, I think 1995. So. I'm afraid that right? it, it's not. It's 1994. Oh, I was so really close. surprised that Double Dragon was that late. Yeah. I did not think Double yeah. Dragon was. Wow. Okay. You would, you would think it was an 80s movie. Yeah, really? yeah. Except oh, the Robert, except yeah, okay. the Robert Patrick, yeah. Robert Patrick's in it, so I guess that makes it ninety four. Right, Mission to Moscow was ninety four. So, so John and Mo, it's your turn to play yeah. that well, film with the guy who was in the thing with the stuff. So, uh, Dean, do you want to send the question? Oh, sorry. Pick a number between. Is it two and four? One or and those? three. One and one, one, one and three. three. Uh, well, let's split the split, split the, tip, the, the 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 polls here and go uh, two, I guess. And Mo, I assumed that I'd be answering, but are you genuinely okay with that, or do you want me to do it the other way around? No, it's fine. Okay. We we came here to to fail spectacularly, <laughs> yeah. and I can think of no better way for us to fail than for me to ask the questions. Then you hurriedly <laughs> trying to explain yeah. a police academy yeah, movie. Exactly. Without... <laughs> well, I'm sure all of these are going to be like he died August 1973. <laughs> Come on, what watch these all be Donald Pleasance movies and then. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Wait a minute. Whenever you're ready, Mo, start now. All right. This is the easiest one. Uh, shitty torture porn film, Eli Roth. 
It's oh fuck. <laughs> I know what I know what it is. I don't know. Uh, pen- penguins dancing. This sucks already. A happy feet. Okay. Um, cannibals. Uh, uh, killing tourists. Seventies. Cannibals killing tourists. Seventies. <laughs> uh, any hints on director? Um, I can't remember the name off the top of my head. All right, I'll, I'll move on. Um, uh, cannibal. I mean, cannibal Holocaust. Cannibal no, apocalypse. No. Cannibal. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> Just get on. Just move on. Uh, a- animated vehicles, cars. Thank you. Uh, let's see. Um, These aren't all from the same year. That that's for sure. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, guy in a famous mask. Remember, remember. The fifth of November. Oh, uh, V for Vendetta. Thank you. Um, he's a boxer, but now he's fat and old. He's a boxer, but now he's fat and old. <laughs> Can you narrow it down? Yeah, uh, he talks out of the side of his mouth. Talks out the side of his mouth. It's a box. It's like the oh, ro- oh, Creed. No, no, no. Think- Rocky Five. Go in between those. <laughs> in between those. Oh, Rocky Balboa. Thank you. Oh, just Christ. got that one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm you not good said- at this. You could have said comeback movie. Hostel was the fucking Hostel fucking hostile fucking oh. I hate Eli Roth. What was the cannibal and, tourist one? Uh, that was Kills Have Eyes. Kills Have Eyes. Oh. So John, you can win it back. You can you can pull it back a little bit. Um, from those movies, they were all from the same year. What year did these movies come? What year did these movies all come out in? Casino Royale, The Da Vinci Code, Happy Feet, Hostel, The Hills Have Eyes, Cars. Little Miss Sunshine, The Departed, Rocky Balboa, and V for Vendetta. Which year did... The, oh, the, you're going Hills Have Eyes remake. That's why I was yeah. like, okay. Um, yeah. Oh, fuck. When did Rocky Balboa come out? When was all that bullshit? Um, happy Feet. Robin Williams was still alive. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Like 2005. I don't know. Ouch. One year out again. It was 2006. Six. <laughs> we were both one off. Yeah. I only really I only knew it was 2006 because I know I saw The Hills Have Eyes with one girlfriend. And then I saw V for Vendetta <laughs> with my next girlfriend, who eventually became my wife. So I was like, it had to have been like six, <laughs> like just based on the time. No, you both did you both did really well. It's not it's not an easy. Uh, easy round, um, but yeah. Well, I mean, when we play it, we, we're lucky to get one or maybe two. You guys didn't games. even know one film starring Emma Stone. I still don't know any <laughs> films starring Emma Stone. The name of the show was called was Easy La La Land. La La Land. Oh yeah, La La yeah, yeah, and something to do with Spider Man. Asian. She, she played an Asian, speaking of yellow face. <laughs> she did in um, that, what was it? The Hawaii, yeah. Aloha? Aloha? yeah. Is that what it's called? It's like a, Cam- a- the nail in Cameron Crowe's coffin is what it was. To be fair, George Clooney also played a Hawaiian in a movie. And no one uh, said No, but it's for- Well, that was supposed to be like, he was like one 
eighth or one. No, 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 but he's right. But I'm pretty sure that's what Emma Stone was supposed to be. Also, he was supposed to be half. Supposed to be I think like I don't know. But a yeah. fraction. But but also the descendants actually goes into his heritage and why he looks the way he looks and 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 how they feel mm-hmm. about the Hawaiian lands and da 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 da. Whereas I don't think Aloha did. I think it was just like she's Hawaiian. Oh, this freckly ginger bird. Sure, okay. Wow, that 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 just sounds dreadful. Um, <laughs> And uh, mercifully, guys, we are going into round four, which is budget, box office, or bomb. Do you want a score With... check, though? No, I, I don't. <laughs> I, I, want you to, I, want, I want you to just re-record it after I go to bed and like, just insert it in between round three and four. Let's get a, let's get a point <laughs> check, shall we, Dean? How are our teams doing? Okay, so... The After Movie Diner and No Budget Nightmares have 171 points. The Burnt After Pitching Podcast have 151 points. Oh, it's all to play for as we go in the last round. Exciting. Wait, are are the the lead shrunk? Because I thought we were 10 behind. I mean, I'm sure it's right. I'm sure it's right. So yes, it literally is all to play for. As again, I say, mercifully, we go into the last round. It's round four, which is budget, box office, or bomb. And Dean, I hope you'll keep and count this week. <laughs> We've tested your knowledge and your teamwork. What's left but to test your steel in budget, box office, or bomb? First, should I got on that? First, you choose which you want to be: the budget, the box office, or the bomb. If you choose budget, it will obviously be how much it cost. Box office is how much it made worldwide. And bomb is what the rating the film currently holds on IMDb. I literally yeah. will not know any of these, just for the record. That makes it perfect. <laughs> you, yeah. You have to put... Good, and even play. <laughs> you have to put the five films we give you in order of least to most successful in regards to whether you pick the box office, the budget, or the bomb. So the points, well, you can gamble whatever points you've accumulated over the last few rounds, and you will get that much for every correct answer, and you will lose it for every incorrect answer. So um, if you wanted to put 100 points per question, you would get 100 points added to your score for each correct answer. You would lose 100 points for every incorrect answer. So when we say it really is all to play for, but forget the last few rounds, they've mean nothing because it's this round <laughs> will truly <laughs> pick the winner. So the winner- Oh, joy. <laughs> so the people in the lead will choose their category first. So I wasn't listening, Dean, who's in the lead? <laughs> be John and Mo. That would be us. Okay, John and Mo. Yeah, but 171 pick... points to play with. Okay, and do you, do you, there's no like multiple choice or whatever. We just have to we just have to rank them. Yep, you just have to rank them one to five. Okay, so we don't need to know the budgets. We just need to kind of guess where they sit in the exactly. Budget. Okay, you got have, it, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 less complicated than it sounds. Than it sounds. Okay, Mo. Um, I mean, yeah, you don't need to mess with numbers at all. It sounds like just one, two, three. Yeah. So I, I'm not gonna the, the only three. So numbers. which do you want to pick? Do you want to be the, the budget, the box office, or the bomb? So do you the want one? Waiting? The one thing I'm gonna be least good at is probably uh, how much it took because I, I don't care about that. So right. I, either budget or bomb for us, Mo. But yeah. you pick. Uh, let's well, let's go bomb then because I'm not gonna know budget. Okay, okay, so they're going for rating on IMDb from worst to best. Yeah, okay. sure. And, and, and we've got to do points, right? We've got to pick points. 
So how much of your accumulated points would you like to gamble per correct answer? Well, I'm seeing as there's no monetary I, prize to this. There's, not, there, there's no prize, except, yeah. uh, except pride. Yeah, yeah, I don't have any of that. So uh, let's just, <laughs> let's let's bet everything. Well, no, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. If we're going to go down in flames, we need to go down in flames spectacular. Are we, are we going to go into minuses then? Like if we get all five wrong, you're going to minus? Yeah, we are. Yes, you'll go against yeah. minuses. This oh, is your fuck mo- it, John, this is your moment. This is our moment. All right, this, moment. Is, this, is your, this is your soccer school moment. So, for example, out of five, then, if there's a hundred, let's call it 150 so I can do the math quickly in my head. But out of five, if we got like place one, place two, and place five right, but three and four swapped, we would be down two, but up three, right? Is that right? Uh, Okay, great, great, great. Okay, got it. Cool. We're voting it all. We're doing it all. 171 votes. So, burn after pitching, are you going budget? Are you going, uh, sorry, are you going, yeah, budget or box office? I think budget, but what do you think? I think budget. Yeah. Okay. So you go budget. So just making notes myself. And we're going to be guessing what idiots on IMDb rank stuff. Yeah, from worst from, from yeah. worst at five to the best at number one. Be glad it's not Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and so, so you would go with box office burn after no, budget. budget. You're doing budget. We're doing so the, it's budget. the least expensive to the most expensive from five to one. Yeah, how many points are you going for? Should we should we be like devious about it and do like twenty five? Do, do we have to say now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jeopardy yeah, rules. Twenty five. Twenty five. We're gonna do twenty five points per, and we'll see. It's a gamble. Okay. So we're so we're either going to win spectacularly or fail spectacularly, and I am fine with either. And we I might know. squeak by. <laughs> so with with budget and box office, there is no need to adjust for inflation, and all of today's films are from the year nineteen eighty one. So here are your movies. Yeah. Get your pen and papers handy. Mm-hmm. Here are your movies: American Werewolf in London, The Cannibal Run. One, Escape from New York, The Great Muppet Caper, and Escape to Victory. Great Muppet Caper. All right. So if you guys want to make your selection. So wait, American Werewolf in London, Cannibal Run, Escape from New York, Great Muppet Caper, and Escape from Victory. Escape to Victory. Yeah, Escape to Victory. It's a, yeah, soccer, it's a soccer movie. War movie. Oh, is that the Michael Caine, Sylvester Stallone one? Yes. I thought it was just Victory. I thought it was just uh, called yes. Victory. Over here, it has a different name. In oh, England. I see. Yeah. I see. Ah, okay. Cool. cool we hadn't planned for that. They've got different names in America, Dean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is difficult because how many people have gone back to IMDb to upvote American Werewolf and Escape from New York right. with hindsight? Because at the time. <laughs> Not not huge successes. American Werewolf was a bit more of a success than Escape from New York, but and everyone loves the Muppets. But does it beat out American Werewolf in London? I don't know. So Escape <laughs> That's the game. It's Escape That's to the game. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, Escape to Victory is the least is the least adored on, on uh, IMDB, I think. Okay. I think would you, so. But would you risk all your points on it? <laughs> yes. No, oh, okay. Well, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll slink back into my sofa then. Yeah. 
Okay. So, and so, and we rank lowest budget yes. to highest budget, correct? Yeah. Oh my yes. God. I just okay. got yours, Michael. I, I had the exact opposite, but I'll, uh, Quick, swap the numbers. Really? I was thinking, well, I, I don't know. Should we, I don't know what to pick. Cause I was thinking, you know, John Carpenter, he can, he can get a lot of bang for cheap. Right. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I ranked oh, lowest, lowest budget highest. to highest yeah. budget. God damn, I'm dumb today. Okay. God damn it, Andy. All right. <laughs> get your shit together. I know. First, I blanked so, on black what, and white. Film. My pressure button. Last show, we did the Battle of the Podcast bit, and this part of the quiz, everyone got everything right. Yeah, it was horrendous. It was horrendous. <laughs> do, how, how how are people doing it? Do I need to send Mo something, or can I just say it? You need to discuss I'm it. Type, you can do it. Yeah, you just discuss it because you've got different subjects. So, Mo, I'm thinking this. I'm thinking number one, Great Muppet Caper. Number two, American Werewolf. Number three, Escape from New York. Number four, Cannibal Run. And number five, Escape to Victory. That's what I think. So what, reverse it. Reverse it, you think it needs, to, to, oh. it needs to be least to most. I think great Muppet caper because everyone loves the Muppets. I think that's number one. Do it, do it backwards, least. Sorry, sorry. Victory slash escape to victory, number five. Okay, yeah, yeah, I agree. Cannibal run, number four. Yeah. Just because I don't think many people who use IMDb have probably seen it as much as the rest of us have. Right. Um, escape from New York, number three. American Werewolf number two and Great Muppet Caper number one. Uh, and we're debating as to whether or not we think that American Werewolf or Escape from New York is second or third. Yeah. No, I, I, like, it, I, I like it the way it is. I would put Escape from New York second, but, but I think American Werewolf in general is a more popular. No, I'm, I'm with you. I, I, hey, I, maybe I think, we should have a time limit next time we do the... Um, this part of the quiz, <laughs> maybe maybe have like a countdown right. song clock. Um. <laughs> so so Andy, all right. So look at my okay. list. I'm going with. I I think maybe swap werewolf. Uh, American I think werewolf, werewolf might be a little higher budget because it was like pretty groundbreaking. I think it's going to be a, a lower budget. Like it's one of those things where it might seem like it's higher budget because of the effects, but really, if you think about like, there's not a lot of cost in that movie. Um, Escape from New York, it's a lot of like on location stuff. It's got Donald Pleasance. Uh, it's got Kurt Russell, who I'm sure worked for pennies. <laughs> but like at that point, Carpenter probably got a little bit of money. Um, I do think Cannonball Run and Escape to Victory are the highest end of the budget yeah. because of the casts. Um, Muppet Caper being right in the middle, um, I think kind of makes sense because it's going to be expensive. So it's, it's just hurt. like effects, but cast wise, it's not going to be, yeah. Um, like it's not going to be a high dollar. You can amount. get Charles Grove uh, as good as he was. Yeah. Well, so basically is it, is, is it escape from New York or American werewolf, the cheaper of the two is, is the, the big thing. I, you know, even though I put escape as the cheapest, I, and maybe I like I'm that. That was what I thought here, too. Man. Maybe I'm screwing us over here, but I'm thinking maybe Werewolf in London has lower budget. Uh, I think that was a little because it was also John Landis, who was like a bigger director then, I think, than John Carpenter. That's true. So I, mm. I mean, I might be screwing it, but I'm thinking Escape from New York, Werewolf in London, Great Muppet Caper, and then I think Cannibal Run, Escape to Victory. Although I could flip those. I would I would do just because the stars in Cannonball Run were bigger at that time than the ones in escape to victory well Stallone like, was pretty big i, I, I mean he you know he, he'd done rocky and rambo but he's like it's yeah had, had, okay uh, no no, uh, no, no, I don't no know what, we... you know what let's do it let's do it so we're doing 
Escape from New York, American Werewolf in London. No, Werewolf, Werewolf in London, Escape from New York, Caper, Cannonball, Escape to Victory. Oh, so you're- Or do you, you're, or do you want to put it- Because I was thinking John Landis is a bigger director. He likes the big budgets. I mean, think how much Blues Brothers went over budget. That's true. God damn it. All right, all right. We'll do Escape as the lower okay. budget. Escape, Werewolf, Caper, Cannon, Victory. All right. I love it. Boom. Okay, we're locking it. Everyone got their answers. Better, better or worse. Thank God. Send them over to. Uh... <laughs> so you're the after movie diner bomb, and we're going to bomb uh, five escape to victory, four cannibal run, three escape from New York, two American werewolf, and one great muppet caper. Oh. Okay, and burn off the pitching. So lowest budget to highest, lowest escape from New York. American Werewolf in London, Great Muppet Caper, Cannonball Run, topping out highest budget, Escape to Victory. That blockbuster of 1981. I wonder if, if it like bombed in America and then they're like, well, let's call it Escape to Victory. Maybe it'll make more money. <laughs> People love escapes. Look at that Escape from New York. Usually, movie. yeah. A lot of times they'll change titles if it really bombed. Like think Live, Die, Repeat, you know? Which, and Ace in the Hole. It's a shame because that movie was fucking great. Yeah. Yeah. And like in the seventies, like oh, the yeah. Grindhouse era, oh, they were just like a movie I, I actually, bombed. They'd sit on it for a year and then re-release yeah. it with a new. I movie. own a movie four times because it had different <laughs> titles, and I did not realize it was the same fucking movie. Well, Godzilla did that a ton too. Are they Godzilla? Movies? Yeah, I think so too. How's your math, Dean? <laughs> what about eight shots of vodka? Not very good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, do, well, I mean, do, do you want to know how much of a negative we have? Because it's pretty deep. Because I, I looked up our scores and we got one. <laughs> Spoilers. Spoilers. Sorry. <laughs> hey, look, at least, at least. Hey, we man, didn't try victory. It's still victory. Uh, so after movie diner, you took the bomb. This goes Cannibal Run 6.2. Escape to Victory 6.7, Escape from New York and The Great Muppet Caper both had 7.2, American Whale for London had 7.5, yes you did get one correct, and you have minus 343. Yeah. No matter how bad burn off the pitching got, they, they won. <laughs> Look at that right there. <laughs> nice. So I don't nice. even want to know which ones we got right. I'm just taking the victory. That gamble, that gamble paid with the 25 per, per answer paid off. So Escape so. from New York was 6 million. American Werewolf in London and Escape to Victory were both 10 million. Great Muppet Cape was 14 million and the Cannibal Run was 18 million. The highest budget. You actually got three correct and two wrong. So you yeah. would have got 25 points overall. <laughs> nice. Fantastic. Uh, feels good. Feels good. I told you when we came in, we are going to lose and we're going to do it spectacularly. I I guess my knowledge of Harold Sakata didn't matter after all. (laughs) No, we we didn't do it on purpose. I mean, we could have changed it, I guess, but I I don't know. That's that's what I would have gone for. And uh, apparently everyone... What was the cheapest budget? Go go ahead, go ahead. What was the cheapest budget again? I didn't hear. The cheapest budget was Escape from New York, six million. Oh, it was the cheapest. Yeah, John Carpenter. He gets a lot of bang for his buck, yeah. man. Escape to Victory, yeah. even though he had like the big stars in it, like Sylvester Sloan and uh, Michael Caine, was only 10 million. 
Well, it's an English movie, so it was. Yeah, and if you go by the box office, Escape to Victory only made ten point nine million, so it barely made his budget back. So the victory goes to Burn After Pitching. Congratulations on winning the battle of the podcast too. Good job, guys. Yeah, victory lap. (laughs) Good job. Thank you. You You guys guys were very good opponents. Yeah. So, any winning words from our podcast uh, champions of the week? Um, you know, you just got to believe in yourself, guys. You know, you got to, like, you got to study hard. You got to yeah, cool. prayers, take your vitamins. You got to you know, read your IMDb trivia treat, pages, man. Like, read treat your, your mother right. Articles. You got to study. <laughs> you do the work. You got to love your mom. Big ups to Jesus. Drink your milk. Don't do drugs. You got to say your prayers, take your vitamins, and what you're going to do, brother. <laughs> you're going to get caught saying the N-word on a recorded phone. Yeah, probably. And, yeah. Uh, and commiserations uh, to, uh, they're not losers per se, but uh, yeah, yeah lo- losers. And uh, that's the after movie diner. So thank you for playing. And uh, any words of, of, of loss? Uh, I couldn't be happier, more moist, <laughs> more aroused, uh, and uh, more ready my, for bed. My dick hasn't been this hard in ages. <laughs> what? Not even uh, <laughs> Richard Sakai or whatever. <laughs> Why did it have to be a video call? Uh, yeah. <laughs> put, put a cloak on it, Mo. Uh, <laughs> Is that Darth Sidious? Yeah. yeah. Right, but thank you to both teams for coming on. It's been a lot of tiring fun, but it's been brilliant having you both uh, both teams on and uh, really enjoyed having you with us today. It's been a blast. So Yeah, thanks for having us. This was great. All that leaves for me to say is uh, we're just going to get the plugs and uh, so plug your ways. If we're going to... The winner goes first so guys just once again tell us about your podcast and tell us where we can find you download you follow you on social media and all that good stuff all right you can find burn after pitching on all your major podcast catchers it's a comedy pitching podcast a monthly show so it's an easy listen yeah. just once a month just uh, start us on your stitcher app um i'm michael tanner you can find me on my website by follow me on twitter at mike is ernie at twitter you know how twitter works also if you like comic books my new comic book orcs in yeah. space uh just came, came out um so check that out it's a funny 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 book yeah from oni press well all my links are at andy and uh yeah just watch our show it's also part of the grand geek gathering hello tyler uh, which has tons and tons of great podcasts. And uh, wait, I, I forget what my, I, I think uh, I just changed my Twitter. Uh, it's on the links, andynorval.com. Just, That'll just Google, it, pe- Google it, people. Yeah, yeah, I'll Google, Google it. it. Yeah. Give it a Googs. Well, that's the great thing about being a Nordval. There's not a lot of, you know, if I was named Bob Smith, I'd be impossible <laughs> to find. But. John, I'll go next so you can go last. Just don't plug No Budget Nightmares anymore. They keep mentioning it on this show, and I'm pissed off. <laughs> okay, so you can find all the uh, archived episodes of No Budget Nightmares over at nobudgetpodcast.com. Stop giving Doug free press. <laughs> I know, I know. Canadians, I tell you. Um, you can find me on Twitter. I am at DrunkOnVHS. And uh, you can find me over on Twitch. I'm. It's just, just search Mo Von Helvita. And if you don't know how to spell that, oh, you can go to vonhelvada.com and that's where all my links are. And you can find me. Where can we find you on the World Wide Web? Yep. Uh, Sorry, jumped the gun there again this episode. (laughs) Uh, People are so annoyed with me. Get off me, Lord. When is he going to shut up? Um, After Movie Diner, wherever the three words after movie and diner appear together, that is me, whether it's on 
uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, the web, aftermoviediner.com, whatever. That's where you can find my podcast. It is a podcast where two very old friends, we've known each other about 34 years, uh, talk movies and sling shit at each other and uh, also talk a, a remarkable amount about sheds. Don't ask, just go listen. Um, again, wherever podcasts are found. And the other little thing is my latest album, Conspiracy Theories by the band Miscellaneous Plumbing Fixtures. Yes, that's a real band name. Uh, is out now on Spotify, Amazon, and all of the places where music can be found. Along with the Donald Pleasance, the Pleasancing, and the Pleasancing 2. And that's it. Fantastic. Well, thank you, everybody, for coming along. You can follow him at that Fking guy. You can follow me at Boulamont on Instagram and Twitter. You can email us at fkinghello at gmail.com. That's fkinghello at gmail.com. And listen to the show on Total Cult Zone. So once again, thank you, everyone. It's time to say goodbye. It's late. Show me to my bed. <laughs> thank Good you very much, guys. Sweet dreams. Bye-bye, everybody. Sweet. Good night. Thanks for having me. Bye. Bye-bye now. Bye, guys. <laughs> That F-King show. Get off my lawn!